Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. So here's one of my triggers. Lights. Sunlight, moonlight, the, the lights in the room. In fact, every once in a while, whenever I look up, you probably can catch the, the ring light that I have focused on me in the reflection of my glasses. So lights are one of my triggers. And what it anchors is that every time I engage with someone, I'm looking for their brilliance. What makes them magnificent? How they light up the world. That didn't come naturally for me. I had to install that to where it happened normally, automatically, because there was a time that whenever I would engage with someone, it was always going to be under the pretext of what were they going to try to get from me. But recently, in fact, over the last year, I discovered a a trigger and then what's known as an anchor um, that sounded really healthy but actually held me back. I was being controlled by it in a dysfunctional way that whenever someone would come into my life and take a position of what's known as moral superiority, that they knew better about my life than what I did, and they were going to then coach me on what they felt like were my shortcomings without me asking, I took the high road. I decided that I would not respond, that I would just let it go. You know, that that old adage of um, water rolling off of a duck's back or maybe turning the other cheek. And then over the last year, I discovered that I was actually enabling a dysfunctional pattern, not only in myself, but in others. See, every action we take is to get a need met. And that need might be certainty, where we value either other people, places, and things helping us to feel okay, or we value the fact that we're going to find it for ourselves, or maybe um, uh, freedom, to where uh, we can have freedom, choices, or we can have a lot of crisis, chaos, and drama. And I, I feel like people have the freedom to have that type of emotional reaction if they want in their life. I'm not here to persuade you into being your very best. My position is that I need to create the environment for you to be phenomenal. What you do with that environment is going to be up to you. And if you want to distract yourself with the crisis, chaos, and drama uh, and take away your choices, you have that right. Uh, Then there's the level of worthiness 
And worthiness is where we can get attention. Now, we can get attention in a way to where look at what you and I can create together. Look how we can create significance through your strengths, talents, and abilities. Or look at how you can be a martyr or um, a narcissistic attitude, not narcissistic tendencies, but a narcissistic attitude that you've got to save others. Or validation. Validation, we want to connect with others through love, but we've been trained and conditioned to connect with them by holding ourselves back. So I was taking the high road. I was taking the high road when people decided without me asking for their input to let me know what it is that I should be doing for them to be okay in life, not necessarily for my life to improve, but for them to be okay. I was taking the high road and it took me a year, but I finally discovered I was being controlled through my triggers of don't rock the boat. Don't respond. Um, They'll be able to figure it out on their own. But when I did that, I wasn't drawing healthy boundaries. And so, of course, people are going to feel like once they've told you what to do, they'll test it a second time. And if they're able to do it that second time without a course correction, then they'll continue to do it. So I was being controlled through someone else's actions, and I had to take complete responsibility. I was the one doing it. I I was the one that was allowing it. I was letting it happen. Because, see, if I were to say, I'm going to be okay once they change, guess what? I'm now disempowered. I'm never going to be able to improve the quality of my life because it's going to be dependent upon someone else and what it is that they do. No, I had to take 100% responsibility for where I was at and what I was allowing to happen. And that's why I'm sharing with you today Every Tuesday, I go live to where if you've got any questions or comments, feel free. I'm looking at the um, comments now. If you have any comments because you've joined me live, please ask. Uh, But every Tuesday, I I join you with uh, lessons learned, usually the hard way, also known as beautiful weeds in my garden of growth. And today I'm focusing on how we're being controlled through our triggers. So triggers and anchors. Trigger is something that happens outside of you. Anchor is it happens in less than one thousandth of one second. Your powerful mind, known as the subconscious, decides what you're going to focus on, how you're going to feel about it, and the action you're going to take to either avoid it or to move into it and amplify it. And once you start in that direction, Your very powerful mind says, we do it once, okay, it's paying attention. Twice, 
It's, it's getting a handle on it three times. Now you're experiencing what's known as emotional optimization and your powerful mind will say, oh, if we're moving away, we need to continue to move away and you're never going to be able to create the life that you desire and deserve by continually moving away from things. But that's the path that's going to be on or it's going to say, let's progress. It doesn't matter that we might be in pain. You got to give the pain a purpose. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. We're taking 100% responsibility for who we are and what it is that we want to receive and achieve. And our powerful mind is going to find all the opportunities, all the people and places and things to make that happen. But you've got to take control of your triggers. So again, a trigger is something outside of you that tells you what you're going to focus on, how you're going to feel, and are you going to move away from pain or are you going to move into progress? And don't fall for what I'm going to um, call that, uh, well, new age BS, by the way, that stands for belief system, that follow your bliss and life will be wonderful. No, it won't. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that followed their bliss right into bankruptcy. Progress doesn't feel good when you're stepping outside of your familiar zone. Some people call it comfort zone. There's nothing comfortable about being stuck and struggling. It ain't going to feel good. In fact, your powerful mind is going to try to fight you and pull you back from it because it is not what it's been conditioned to experience. Okay, so we have thousands of triggers and anchors that help us get through day uh, our days. Uh, we don't want to have to consciously waste our resources on one, what different things mean. You experience it just a few times. You've attached a meaning to it. Anytime you're in an emotional state, your mind asks three questions. What does this mean globally? What does this mean about me locally? How do we avoid or amplify? Okay, so uh, you might have a trigger that every time a commercial comes on in the evening, you're up in the kitchen getting something to eat. You might have a trigger that every time you look at your significant other, you remember all the ways they've done you wrong. Uh, you might have a trigger that you see certain things on social media and you need to set those people right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How many minds were upgraded that way? We all have triggers. We all have their corresponding anchors. But do you have triggers and anchors that are actually moving you forward? So let's look at the four types of triggers and anchors and then start asking yourself how you can begin to take control of the switch on what they mean for you. So the first one is, this is how I soothe myself. So you have triggers that when you go through an experience that uh, this is how um, an emotional experience, this is how you're going to calm yourself down or pump yourself up. Depends on if you have an emotional brain or a stress brain. An emotional brain is ones that um, are looking for, for things to give them a jolt of energy. 
And if they don't know how to create it for themselves, by the way, brisk physical activity is one of the best ways to do that. But if they don't know how to do that for themselves, it'll be through crisis, chaos, and drama. And if they're using substances, it's going to be a lot of sugars and sweets and things that'll give them that rush. But that rush only lasts 90 minutes, and then you got to go find something else. Now, what if you're a stress brain? Stress brain, whoo, you're already on edge. You don't need anything to set you off. So you're looking for those soothing things that are going to calm you down. Now, if you turn into food, that's going to be carbs, empty carbs, like um, potato chips and pretzels and breads and pastas. Okay. So you've got the trigger that says, this is how I soothe myself that can be anchoring dysfunctional activities. The trigger isn't going to go away. You have to give it new meaning. All right. The second trigger. I don't want to do something, so this is how I distract myself. Uh, I've got freedom of choices, but the one choice is going to be really hard. So instead, let me have a lot of drama, a lot of crisis, a lot of uh, confusion. There are some people that whenever I talk to them uh, and they're in this state, I'll give them a very simple action that they need to take consistently over five to seven days. And then call me back, let me know that you've done it, and then we can move forward into your session. It could be something as simple as getting up at the same time every single day, okay? Something that they can do. And if they choose not to do it, I know they're not the client for me because whatever I do, whenever I work with them, they're going to reject it because there's not enough crisis and confusion to it. You got to take your power back by taking some very simple actions and giving your subconscious what's known as evidence-based beliefs. Your subconscious is always is only going to believe that life is going to get better based on the actions you're taking. And if you're not taking some consistent actions for you, then it's never going to go anywhere. All the goals that you set and the vision boards that you make and the affirmations that you chant, because you're going to find a way to sabotage them. So your subconscious is going, give me proof that I I can trust you with this kind of energy. The third trigger and anchor we have. This is how I get your attention to feel good about myself. There's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself. Did you ever notice uh, if you've done any religious studies or spiritual studies that even God said, and he looked at his work and he said it was good. Yeah. He didn't say, Oh no, let's put up this false sense of humility and, and um, do self-deprecation. No. If you do something that's good because it reveals your brilliance, you should be recognizing it, but you don't do it for attention. You do it because it's who you are. You don't see flowers blooming because they're going, take my picture. Yeah, thirsty on social media, need to put up more pictures of me. No, they do it because that's their identity. So this is how you make a significant impact in the world, by being true to who you are, whether you get the attention for it or not from someone else, because you're giving yourself the attention by recognizing what you're doing is good. Okay, 
the fourth trigger and anchor. And this is the one that I was coming from uh, uh, whenever I did not speak up and draw healthy boundaries by saying, you know what, I, I do not need any suggestions on how to improve the quality of my life. Please take care of me. This is how I connect with others. We all want love, but we've been trained to settle for connection. And so while I was dealing with some people that um, they didn't want to do something, so they were going to distract themselves by pointing their fingers at me and um, uh, some others where this is how I get attention and feel good about myself by telling you what to do when you didn't ask for it, okay? I was giving the message I needed to be taken care of because I didn't draw the boundaries that said, no, thank you. I'm not open to this conversation. That's simple. Okay. So what is it that you want to be looking at to be able to move from pain into progress? You got to give your pain a purpose. So are you wanting certainty that this is how you soothe yourself by taking these actions in a healthy way? Are you looking for freedom of choices, knowing that it's not going to feel good when you're going after the goal, but that's okay. That's only short term until you can begin to count on yourself. Or this is how you give yourself attention by doing what's correct for you. And you connect with others through love, not because you need to be taken care of, but because you want to celebrate your brilliance in connection with them. If you feel like you want assistance with this, go to canhypnosishelpyou.com. Take a look at what it is that I offer you, because not only do you get a private hypnosis session with me, you also get access to a course after your session called Life Mastery Through Self-Hypnosis, where I teach you to do this for yourself, because I don't want you to be dependent upon me. I don't want you to give me your power for you to be okay. I want to do transfer of authority, where you get to create the experience for yourself and you get to reveal just how brilliant you are. I help you jumpstart it and accelerate it, but it's going to be up to you. So go to canhypnosishelpyou.com and see if what I share there might be a beginning fit for you. And then if it is, you can text me for your consult, 636-699-7791. I will say that if you're wanting to work with me directly, you need to put that in your text. Okay. All right. So look at your triggers and anchors. See what of those values that they were getting met in a dysfunctional way. And what is it that you can begin to do to upgrade the message that you're sending to your subconscious about how brilliant you really are? And turn your light on even brighter. So until we get together again, blessings on your brilliance. Bye now. Becoming a healingpreneur. Could that be you? It's not just a career. It is a calling to help 
people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it it's a good fit for you as well as what I have open. Uh, and you can take up to three months not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh, even on the advanced side, are a little bit lighter over the summer. So it creates space. And that might be a space and a place that is waiting for you. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to dawnlandrum.com. Uh, click on the tab, become a certified hypnotist, see everything that is offered there. Uh, again, it is at the group rate that you will be training with me privately. And then reach out to me. There's going to be a button that shows up on the bottom where we can have a phone call. And let's make sure that this and myself are the right fit for you. So healingpreneur, is that your calling?